Wild Talk Radio Network. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker, 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 Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, follow the channel, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever faithful producer, slash co-host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin. We're here. We're live. It's a Thursday night. Tweet us at WildTalkRadio, at RockRadioShow, at Lindsay on the WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or twitch.tv slash Live to interact with us live here tonight. Because we have things, stuffs, and all a bunch of other things to talk about tonight on the show. We do. We have news. We have notes. We have a discussion. We are talking all about the Vince McMahon documentary. Kind of. In the kind of 
in the back to half the show. So if you want to hear us BS about that, tune in for that. But I say we jump right into the news. Beef, oh, wait, no. Do you, do you want to do we, your announcement we, we, first? We have a thing. We have a thing to talk about. So chat. We have a thing. So chat. chat by, by request, by multiple people who sent me requests about wanting to interact with the things more, especially on Saturday nights when we do talk, when we talk like more open-ended and not in this kind of format, but more of an open-ended format. And with 800 episodes coming back, coming up this Saturday on CB Radio, CBRadioLive.com, I've decided to figure out a way to bring back the FU line where you can call <sighs> into the show. But it's it's different. It's, it's not a number. Oh. But it's through Discord. Ooh. We have Discord. We, you know, we we have a Discord. We don't use it. We only use it for show things. You do exclamation point fu line. It'll give you the details. We have a channel set up to leave messages. You can. It has to, that has to be on mobile. So Discord mobile. You can leave voice messages through that way. You can do it that way. What? Somebody's already in there. <laughs> Somebody was in there. I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> Who was in there? Our favorite intern. Okay. So that's number one. That, that's that. That's one. You can leave leave a message there. Leave that's the, so you go to the, the the one channel, right? And then there's gonna be another channel when we're taking calls live on the show. There's there's gonna be there's a channel which Brent then apparently just went into called the Fu Line channel, where you can sit on hold and wait for me to drag you onto the show. He keeps popping in and out. I because, feel like we should grab him and drag him onto the show to but, demonstrate the process. But we're not. We, we don't. Have, we're not in a channel, so we would have to go to a channel for me to do that. Ah. Uh, because we're not in. in we don't want, we, unless I create like a channel, like it's going to auto mute you when you join the channel. That's what he's learning. You just ought to get it's auto muted. You're in a waiting room to just sort of sit there. It's just funny because I just keep his seeing his little icon <laughs> pop in and out. What are you doing? I think he's trying to figure it out. So there's that. <laughs> this is why I shouldn't look at Discord during the show. So anyway, so that's exciting. So, so 800 episodes. So so that's going to be a thing. So you get, you're going to join the, the thing. You, you, you hop in the channel. And then when I decide, hey, that someone relevant to talk, come on and talk. I can drag them into the CB radio channel. And, and then they can talk on the show. They can yell at Brent. Apparently that's a thing. People want to yell at Brent. So People want to yell at Brent? Who wants to yell at Brent? people listen to the show and, and disagree with his opinion so that that's the way this may be also a way for i don't know a president to leave messages that, that that's being impeached i don't know that could also be why i set this up so has anybody gotten a hold of said president this me and him have been talking so this is what things are in motion and you know so that's why an fu line is set up so we can make things easier for down the road so we have an FU line back set up. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try and see if it works. If it doesn't work, I don't know. He, he dragged himself into the CB radio channel himself, cause why not? He's just sitting in there by himself. So that is something we have now. So it's an FU line, in in it's in, in a new form. We're gonna test it Saturday and see what's up. He's got an FU for us. For us <laughs> or just. For me, I, I, I don't know. Brent clarifies: is it an us or is it a rock? <laughs> so there, there's that. Um, I mean, if Brent wants to f you rock, they can go in their own little room and they could do that. You so, know. So there, so that's that's kind of a thing. Um, Peach and ooh, kinky. So now we actually have a channel too. Where we can figure shit out if we want to just jump in there and, and drag people in into the show like that too. So we'll figure it out. 
So it's a work in progress. It's an idea I had today. So, but we're going to try it out because I know Matt suggested wanted to call in or something, leave a message or something for eight hundred or whatever. So now there's the voice channels that you can do that in as well. Um, so yeah, we have that. You can do exclamation point FU line, which will give you then exclamation point Discord. You join our Discord. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You can join Welcome. the show. You've got mail. Wait for this. NJ Breeze Babe just subscribed to the movement. What do you call two apes that share an Amazon account? Prime mate. <laughs> Thanks for 22 months. Chat if you have Amazon Prime link to account called Prime Gaming Support to channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. Boom. Segway. Done. Segway into the news. Factor by our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So... As we all saw last week on Friday, Nick Aldis is no longer under a handshake deal with WWE. Uh, he had signed on to be a producer slash on-air GM of SmackDown. He debuted last Friday, and he will be on SmackDown tomorrow, I believe. So congratulations to Nick as he makes his WWE debut. Yeah, he was on. He, he was debuted on, on Friday. He's going to be there every Friday. He, he was working backstage shadowing people, and they came to some sort of agreement. Now he's full-time. Oh, so get that money. He's going to be on air. And could this lead to an in-ring return? Possibly. Yes, he did bring Kevin Owens to SmackDown. Yes. Um, yeah. Will this lead to an in-ring return? Possibly. He Could he be in the Royal Rumble? Maybe. It all depends. But he's now under WWE know. contract. So everything's open-ended with it. But he's not done wrestling. That's the one thing for sure. He's not done wrestling. Because he's, what, 36, but- 37, something like that? But I kind of hope for him, like, they, if they have him make an in-ring return, it's not the GM I'm going to wrestle thing. It's the, hey, I'm going to step down as GM because I want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Like, they do it like that. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, don't make it, make it its own thing, not a GM trying to fight the bad guy or good guy th- story. Yeah, don't do that. That's a little tired. But they'll probably end up doing it at some point because it's WWE. <laughs> We'll see. We will see. We have a brand new creative mind in Triple H in place. So we'll see if he rehashes old stuff or if he tries something new. I mean, you learned under Vince and you still have Vince's guys there. So everything's anything's possible. Yeah, but Vince ain't the boss no more. This is a fair point. Vince is not the boss anymore. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, some news on the grizzled young veterans. James Drake and Zach Gibson are officially free agents after their NXT run ends. They are no longer employed by WWE, so they're out on their own. And Zach Gibson is celebrating the birth of his daughter, Robin. So congratulations to him and to him and James Drake. I hope everything goes well for them back out on the indies. He had a busy three days. He worked a show called DPW on Saturday and then had a child on Monday. So busy three days for Very Zach Gibson days. of the grizzled young veterans. Tiring three days. Probably that's for a sure. very tiring three days, yes. But it's good, and, it's good they're able to get back on the road because they wanted out of their contracts for a while. Now they're waiting for their contracts to be up. They serve their time and now they're back to being indie talent. Yep. I mean, it, it's fair, right? Because they, I'm going to say it, they kind of got a little fucked. When NXT rebranded and they put them in Schism and they had them doing whatever they were doing in Schism. They, it just was... They tried something. They tried something, it didn't work, and it just, I don't think they were ever going to be able to recover from it. Like, they're both phenomenal talents, so I wish nothing but the best of luck to them because I know that they're going to own it wherever they go. Indeed. 
And speaking of owning it, Mommy has another uh, accolade to add to her list that is ever-growing. Rhea Ripley has been ranked number one on the PWI Top 250 Women's List. So go her. Big, big things for her. So that's, that's good. She has been one of the top females, if not the top female, in professional wrestling sports and entertainment in the last calendar year. So congrats to Rhea Ripley for getting another accomplishment. So There you go. There you go. Moving on to AEW and ROH, MJF is slated to voice Killer Croc in the Justice League, I guess, RWBI Superheroes and Huntsman Part 2? Apparently that's a thing. Don't know what any of those words you just said mean, but that's a, I un- th- that's a thing. I recognize Justice League. <laughs> I I don't... It's Ruby? Okay, thank you. So it's Justice League times Ruby Superheroes and Husband Part 2. I don't speak comic, okay? <laughs> I don't speak comic. Which is fine, but it, it's it's a big deal. So more things for MJF to do. He's, it's very cool. He's headed to Hollywood. He's in, in Iron Claw, the, that movie he's been, in, been working on. Now he's voicing a character, so... MJF is setting the stage for bigger, better things when he's a free agent in 2024. Yup, yup, he sure is. Oh, okay, so Ruby is the same anime done by Rooster Teeth. They are the same company that did the animated Darby Allen entrance video. Okay, cool. cool, cool, cool. Thank you for the clarification. See, this is why we have nerds in chat, like Brent. Brent, Brent knows everything. Um, Koto Ibushi announced that he's officially signed with AEW, so he and Kenny Omega are united at last. They could be the golden lovers and do their lovery thing. So, yeah, so go him. So he'll come over when when needed. He'll work some shows. He'll still be able to work some J- Japan shows. He's, he's still a bushy doing a bushy things, but he's now under a, being paid full time or semi full time by AEW. Yeah, they kind of lock that down. Uh, and a big announcement last night on Dynamite Sting announced his retirement date. The icon, the legend, the myth, the man, all the things said that his last match will be at Revolution 2024. I mean, it's been widely speculated that Sting would be hanging out the boots very, very shortly. And he did this long, drawn-out promo last night that everyone kind of saw coming, especially when they put out the graphic. Um, that he was going to talk to the fans on Wednesday, saying, "Yeah, retirement's coming. Retirement is 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 coming." So that's where we're at with it. So um, February, March of this coming year, he's going to be retired. So congrats to Sting. We'll probably have more of a Sting segment closer to that date, and we'll more talk about it. But here's the one thing that I hope they do, just because I I I would hope this is the official retirement, it and is. that he doesn't. He doesn't do what many of the others have done, which is he retires and then he comes back out of retirement and then he re-retires again and then he comes back out and da 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 on and on and on and on and on. No, he's six. He's gonna be sixty-five or around that number. He's he's done. He's done. I'm he. That has never stopped anybody. I understand. By anybody, I mean Ric Flair. And I mean he. I mean, he also mentioned mentioned that in the promo about wrestlers retiring and whatnot. When he retires this time, because he's already retired for what once, this is the second and final retirement. <laughs> so Re- retirement. But I hope, I hope Tony, especially because they have a date, they've gone ahead and announced it, and they have time that they build to it, and they make it something very special and something huge and big, and honor him in the way that he deserves to be honored. Like Sting deserves a big send off. He didn't have to come to AEW. He hasn't had to do anything that he's done in that company he hasn't had since being do, there. He hasn't had to do anything the last 20 years when he left WCW. 
But he worked for TNA. He's worked for WWE. And now he's worked for AEW. So the Stinger is going to go out. I don't know. Like, it's weird because it's like, is it going to be a singles match? But he hasn't done a singles match at all. So him and Darby go out to get, take, lead some out, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Now, what will be interesting is if he retires from in-ring competition if he stays on as a manager. No, I think he's done. I think done, the, done. Yeah. Because th- all he is really doing is a manager right now, so why are we going to make a big deal out of it when he gets in the ring four times a year? Um, Reasons? I think you, you, you end the character. He doesn't even go off and do conventions and stuff, but I don't think... He doesn't need to go on the road anymore. He should be... He's protecting himself so much at, at this point anyhow. It's, yeah. I think he should just end it and, and put a finale, a bow on it, and just be, be done with it all. He could do what Taker did. He could go on a speaking tour. I mean, he's, his religion, he could go do things and talk. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. He finally can get that Sting-Taker matchup at a, at a, at a one-man show. <laughs> a promo off? <laughs> Storytelling off. Um, Storytelling! <laughs> Have Darby put the nail in the proverbial coffin? I mean, you could. You legitimately could. Um, That'd be very dark, though. Yeah, but it would finally make Darby. Would it? I don't know. They've been trying for four years. (laughs) (laughs) This thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But congratulations to Sting. Um, And like I said, I hope they make it a big deal. Ring of Honor is going to come to Garland, Texas with one of the hottest events of the year, ROH Final Battle. It will storm into the Curtis Cowell Center on Friday, December 15th at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Tickets for this event go on sale October 27th, so that's exciting. Yay! Ring of Honor pay-per-views. Woo! They're going back out on the road? They're always on the road. Always usually in Texas, too. Look. <laughs> they always find their way to Texas. It's baby steps, Okay. It's baby stats. But it's not for a company that's been around so long. They always do it. No matter who's owned it, they always end up in Texas or for whatever reason. Texas or Connecticut or or Baltimore or Baltimore. It's a good market. Sure. We'll go with that. So if you're in Garland, Texas, go out and see Ring of Honor, which is AEW Light (laughs) on December 15th. And last but certainly not least, big news for NWA is Billy Corgan and the NWA have signed two TV deals with the CW. One, everyone remember that CW is a thing? Okay. Two, yes, it's two TV deals. One will be for NWA Power. And two, is a, the other is a reality show based around the NWA Power and Billy Corgan. Everyone's getting, uh, oh, so it's going to be the Billy Corgan show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one is more of a Billy Corgan show. Um, but he's always wanted to do one. He wanted to do one many, many, many years ago for Resistance Pro Wrestling when he was involved with them. Get a reality show off the ground, but it never happened. He had some deal with some network that I can't remember off the top of my head. But that was used to be a thing like a decade and a half ago. And then number two for that, it's good that they're on television. It'll be syndicated television because that's what the CW is. It's probably not a primetime spot of any sort. But if it airs at 4 o'clock on, 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 on a Sunday or a Saturday in your area for NWA Power, then that's big. If it airs at 1 a.m., n- not so big. But <laughs> it's up to... It's, I hope it's a really good deal for them. I hope it benefits them. I know they made some upgrades to their production and stuff for this season's tapings. So, congrats to them. They also have a pay-per-view coming up sh- shortly, so there's that as well. So, NWA, and then they're doing, what, more territorial booking or whatever companies? So I think so, yeah. Something to, to the effect. So, 
Go see EC3 and more on the on NWA Power on the on the CW probably starting next year at some point. More details to come, but big news for them. Ding! It is. It's huge news. That's awesome for them. I mean, it's. I know Corgan's been working really, really hard to sort of rebuild that brand and that company and make it into something. I think, you know, after everything that happened with TNA and Impact and all the mess that was there, um, he kind of had a chip on his shoulder and he wanted to prove something to, I think, both himself and the wrestling community on the whole. And so he's done a lot of work with them. Yeah. And invested a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort. And so this is huge. So congratulations to him and everybody's hard work involved with it to sort of get the NWA back on TV. It's gone from YouTube to a Fight TV paid subscription that no one bought back to YouTube. And now they signed the TV deal. So that's good. It's good. It's growth. Yeah. That's why they had to get back on YouTube because no one was watching it on Fight TV. Sorry. Because if you're putting something behind a paywall that was already available for for free. Yeah. Especially when it was an internet show. Unless you're a power yeah. or a big NWA power or, 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 or fan. You're not going to pay for it. Yep. Especially with all the free content that's out there. That's kind of the thing. So much free wrestling out there to pay for the fourth promotions content. Or fifth promotions content at this point. Yeah. Because Ring of Honor is struggling because there's not a lot of people watching it on... um honor club so that's that and so that makes that tough as well but we'll see see what happens we will in fact see what happens so with that we are going to take our first and only break of the evening and when we come back we will be talking all about the vince mcmahon doc on netflix because it's back in the news specifically with vince is not getting final say on his own documentary So who or what in wrestling would we like to see in the Netflix doc? So you'll see in the rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Every Sunday night. The evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a Kate Sheep. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked 
What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Ghost Gold Simpson. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. Sources have confirmed that CB Radio is on the road to 800 episodes. Are these the same sources that confirmed that Fuzzy Wuzzy is a bear and that CB Radio moved an hour earlier? Correct. These sources have confirmed that CB Radio will be hitting the 800 milestone very soon. But when? Sources say that barring any last-minute changes to the schedule, CB Radio will hit episode 800 on October 21st. That's amazing. Sources also say that you will all need to tune in Saturday night, October 21st, live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash WTR live to celebrate 800 episodes of your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. There has been no excuses before to miss it. Why start now? CB Radio. Live. October 21st along the airwaves of the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know that you can use support a creator code ROCKSOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's our O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. This is Broken Not Hardy, and you are listening to The Rock Radio Show. Please tune in every day and shit. I find it absolutely wonderful. Welcome back to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com YouTube slash MBG 1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it if you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure 
So what do you got? All right. I've got... You're going to hate it. Puns. It's an actual Twitter, folks. My friend Joe recently went on the Dolly Parton diet. It really made Jolene... 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 Jolene! You have the soundboard turned off, but I did the drum all... Uh, the, I can I'm, hear it. You can hear it? Okay, good. I can hear it. Puns! What kind of car does Yoda... Or, excuse me, what kind of car does a Jedi drive? What? A toy Yoda. And since we're not going to be doing a show on Halloween, let's gear up for spooky season. What kind of key opens the door to a haunted house? A spoo key. That's all I got. Pool shark, I've decided I'm not showering or wearing a deodorant this whole weekend at TwitchCon. Dr. Lupo, hot. I almost asked if he, if he was going to change his underwear. There's a fan behind the Phillies dugout wearing a jersey of the last name Four. The number is 20. Real, real thing. All right, people. And finally, Variety put out a story. How the, how, what kind of costumes people are allowed to wear in solidarity this, this Halloween for the whole okay. SAG after thing. Ryan Reynolds goes, I look forward to screaming scab at my eight year old all night. She's not in the unit, union, but she needs to learn. Ryan, Ryan, no, bad. <laughs> Pointing it out. Anywho, so we love the week. All right. So as I mentioned before the break, we are going to be talking about the Vince McMahon documentary. Kind, kind of. of. It's back in the news because, well, he's not getting final say in it. Nope. It's just about him. He doesn't get to say yes or no on anything or the majority of things or at least the final cut. He's allowed. So, to, he's allowed to see it beforehand. But he's not allowed to give notes or anything. They will not make any changes. But he'll be able to see it. So our question is, who or what in wrestling would we like to see in the Netflix documentary? In or any, do a doc on. Or do a doc on in general. There's but doc- I want to talk about the Vince stuff too. We can, let's start with the Vince stuff first. Go ahead. Because I think specifically for the Vince stuff, what I want to see is the actual Vince McMahon. The actual human being. Because I feel like... We've never really had a glimpse of Vince, right? Every time we see Vince, he's always Mr. McMahon. He's always in character. He's always larger than life. Yeah. And I think especially over the events of the past two to three years, with everything that's happened in the upheaval in WWE and his own personal life and just all the bad shit that he did, I want to see the vulnerabilities of Vince McMahon. I want to see the weaknesses. I want to see the flaws because we never get to see them, right? We never, ever, ever get to see them. So I really do want to actually see that in this documentary where they talk about it. And they talk about his struggles, like on a personal and a professional level, like what he had. They doinked it! They doinked it in! <laughs> Sorry. Um, Football doing. I have to mention football doing. Um, But I want to see his struggles. I want to see kind of like, I want to see him be a human being. Because that's the one thing we don't get to see from Vince. And the, ever. And the one thing, the one time we really got to see a little bit of that was when he was interviewed by Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. You got to see kind of the real Vince McMahon in, in some manner. Not the real, real Vince, but a little... A less Mr. McMahon, a more Vince McMahon. And you kind of want to see the struggles there. You kind of want to see... Because he had some hardships, but he also had some major successes, but also major failures. And they kind of 
always gloss over the failures of what he's done and like with the XFL that was that wasn't originally a, a failure did did it was it successful in some manner yes because the NFL took some things that they did and made it successful but the the, the brand failed 100% failed even though it's been recreated twice including a second time by him but covid kind of squashed it for him I was going to say it was going really good up until covid happened and then it covid killed it covid killed it um the WBF the struggles with WCW how in 1996 in 95, everyone talks about the steroid trial, but also WWE, the whole thing with Brett, and I'm not talking the screw job. The reason the screw job happened was because WWE was losing money, and Vince McMahon freaked out and was trying to work his way out of a 10-year contract with Brett to hit Manhart, or 20 years, whatever it was at that point. But in 96, they were struggling for money because touring wasn't doing so well, the, how, the gates were down, the product wasn't as hot as they had hoped it would be, and we kind of gloss over that time, and we don't see that time featured and that's kind of what i want to see in documentaries too of different time periods other than the attitude era like wwe's done some documentaries about certain wrestlers and stuff but they always go back to the attitude era well things have happened before and after the attitude era mainly a lot of stuff has happened since the attitude era that they kind of gloss over and there's a there's a multitude of reasons why um they gloss over some of that stuff Mainly because there were certain wrestlers involved in, in certain time periods that they no longer can talk about. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff between 2002 and, and 2007 is kind of hard for them to really focus on for documentaries. Because of the, like the ruthless aggression era, it's really hard to kind of talk about it as in a broad scro- scope of things. Mm-hmm. Which is why they narrowed down to certain wrestlers. And even when they're telling the stories of certain wrestlers, there's a big omission that they kind of have to skip. If you notice, there's like skip periods of time in those things. Like when you talk about Kurt Angle, there's periods. They have of, to redact somebody. They have, they have to redact things. And you, you don't feel like they those stories don't get told. And then there's the time after all that happened and, and stuff like that that they kind of miss because they just kind of skip over certain periods of time and they have all the rights in the world to skip over the redacted area era, era but there were like breakout moments for people in said era that like when they talk about randy or winning a title you don't see who he beat um because uh redacted um so there, there's that that's kind of what i want to say i want to also with for vince i wanted them to do st- like get into why he always felt the need to take himself off of tv in big dramatic ways. The limo explosion? The, well, yeah. One limo limo explosion. And just sort of, he pulls himself off of TV and it's like, why does he have to feel the need to write off his character when it, the character could just fade away and become obsolete? The limo was weird. And I always wondered how they were going to fix that. And they did, they did such a strange follow-up to it. But they... Like, that was well, they such, had a reason why. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm just saying, if if things went the way they did, I and, think that... and, and they continued the story, I would be curious what the story was going to be. I've heard rumors like he just wanted to see how much people loved him or whatever, and that was going to be the story, like him faking his own death. I don't know. Yeah, like he wasn't in the limo or something, even though we all see him get in the limo. Yeah, like he got out the other side or something really quick or whatever. It, it was an interesting choice. It was it was a strange period of time, but... Yeah, it was weird. I remember that era. It was it it was a little weird. 
Because they were hurting. They were struggling for what I remember because it's like they were trying to find it. that next, yeah, that next top star. They were coming out of, like, they had, they were, like, coming out of, like, finally the WCW stuff and they were balancing the roster out, but everybody pretty much had left. They didn't have anybody and they were trying to find that next top star and that's the rise of, you mentioned, Randy Orton, John Cena. Like, that's when those guys really began to take off was that era. It was. Because there was nobody, you know, Edge, there was nobody else there that could take up that mantle. Like in 2000, because this happened in 2007, 2005, Edge and Randy started, started ascending. John Cena became more of an established main eventer. But this is the time period where we got a lot of, like 2007, 2008, the time period where they, is really what started this current era of WWE talent in terms of Kofi Kingston and Bobby Lashley and Carlito becoming bigger stars. Um, you kind of, I kind of want to see them focus in on on time periods like that and and move it forward. I think you can do that, and honestly, I think in the correct context, you can even mention him because think... he was a part of it. You don't glorify it, you don't focus in on him, but he was there and he was present. And if you just need to blur his face out, you can just blur his face out. But like, I think that's also an interesting topic to discuss in wrestling is at what point do we stop redacting him and we get, we begin to talk about him again? And in what, in what way does that happen? Well, if you're a creator of, a, of um, WWE creator wrestler content, you're always, the first person you always make is redacted for whatever reason. Everyone loves to make sure they're the first ones to promote and make sure they can be the one. Hey, I made redacted. Redacted. Um, I, I, have they ever made like a true crime thing on that? I feel like they did. Someone had to. I don't. I don't know. Maybe Brent can look that up and, and tell us. Um, if you don't know who we're talking about, we are speaking about Chris Benoit. Yes. Um, just in case, because there are people who are who have been born that don't know what we're talking about and, and, um, and don't follow wrestling or not follow wrestling that much who don't know anything beyond what they've seen in the last year yeah um, so it's it's that's what we're discussing and what happened with him and his family and um the, tr- the tragedy but we're, we're yes the tragedy just but moving back to the documentary so what else would you like to see them cover in the Vince, and then we'll talk about other things you would like to see in general i think i mean just i think the vulnerabilities just and also I I know they can't show everything, but I'd like to see them talk about the sale and talk about what that has meant to Vince and sort of really what prompted that decision. Other than money, other than because he can, what what makes you decide after almost 40 years, say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to sell it. You know, what, because it's like for Vince, on a personal level, based on what we know about Vince, which is not a lot, but everything you hear about Vince is he's very much about power. He likes to be in control of his company. And that was the one kind of unique thing about WWE is throughout the entirety of the company, Vince McMahon has always run it. He's always been in charge of it. He's always had power. Up until very, very recently, he had never been removed. He'd never stepped down. He'd always had sort of a chokehold, pardon the pun, on mm. WWE. And yeah. it was what he said went and in the last two to three years everything has changed and vince has gone from being the majority stakeholder in wwe to owning only 16 percent of the company he created and he doesn't even really have that much power over it because he can be overruled 
based on his position. It's like, yes, he's chairman of the board. Yes, he sits on the board of TKO, but Ari Emanuel could override Vince. And buy him like, out anytime he wants. And buy him out anytime he wants. Or sell shares, whatever to sell shares or something. Yeah, like, that's the thing. So Vince, that's sort of interesting to me, is it's like Vince ran this company and he, he did it well and he did it successfully. You know, win, lose, or draw, love him or hate him and all the bad in between yeah, he so, ran it for 40 years yeah pretty so, much so it's like what was the what was the thought process what was the decision and how does he feel about it how does he really feel about it like is he comfortable is he good is he okay like because it's that's got to be a slightly terrifying thing that yeah you just got a fuck ton of money for the company but now you have no control over what happens to it all right so i got a yeah. couple i got a couple quotes for from about the, the documentary Mm-hmm. Or the do- it's now a docu series apparently. Ooh, like yeah. a series. Oh yeah, it's fucking awesome," says Simmons of the pro- of the project. It's going to be the first part of next year. Chris Smith is directing it. Simmons also mentioned that his team had access to Vince McMahon during the filming of the series. However, he also told Bloomberg earlier this week that while Vince will get a chance to look at clips of the film ahead of time, he will have no say in the final cut. I don't want to say too much, but I will say that I think it has the chance to be pretty spectacular. He also knows the series will release in parts, and there's simply too much to cover for a two-hour documentary. This one is about. Vince I mean, Ma- I would agree with that. This one is about Vince McMahon, his life, and wrestling. So obviously, it can't be two hours. When asked if he thinks McMahon will be happy with it, with it, Simmons responds, "I don't know. I think if you strip away all the other stuff and you just talk about the last 50 years that he's had, it's a pretty good topic for a documentary." Mm-hmm. Makes sense. They're going to get into some of the dark stuff. Yeah. Some of the stuff Vince doesn't want brought up or mentioned, there sounds like they're going to get into it, which honestly they should. They should talk about the good and the bad. Like it shouldn't be a glorification of Vince McMahon, especially like I keep mentioning what's come out in the last two to three years about the sex scandal and everything else. It's like, yeah, you should, you should talk about that. You absolutely should, because that was a company-changing, life-changing, huge historical moment in the context of WWE, that Vince McMahon was forced to step down because of his behavior, and he's still not done. He's still under investigation by the feds, by the way, for that. And they could very well be pursuing charges for him, depending on what they find and what they decide to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's that. There's that. Yep. Matt brings up in chat, you know, if Vince had a chance to do it over, what would it be? Would it, or what would it be? I don't think he would do anything different. Yeah, I don't think he would either. He might do like small things different, but I think overall, Vince would probably do a lot of it the same. Like, I'm sure there's probably maybe talent he passed on or money he left on the table or some shit like that. But like, ultimately, I think Vince, I think Vince is very happy with the outcome. I mean, he made how much, how many billions of dollars for WWE? Yeah. When he sold it, I think he's good. I don't think the Owen Hart thing would be... No. Here's the... Like, I don't think the Owen thing would... He would change. Because that was a tragic tragic accident that happened. It's not something that they planned, like, the faultiness of it to happen. I think it's more the continuing the show. Maybe, but they've done that in the... That's hard, but you... I don't think... Again, I don't think he would change it. Knowing Knowing Vince... I don't think he would, because he's always the show must go on. And maybe Vince ten years ago may have the Vince McMahon. If you ask him now, based on everything that's happened, he'd be like, "Fuck it, show goes on." If you had a year when he was, when he was probably more sentimental and Grandpa Vince, 
I think he probably would change things. But I think Vince is in a really um, fuck-the-world mood, I think. He's in his evil villain stage with the mustache and everything. Um, oh, God, the mustache. Please get him to shave the mustache. Somebody, anybody, I beg you. <laughs> Whatever his current mistress's name is. Honestly, that's what they should get, talk about, too. The marriage. I don't think they will because they. I believe they would have to get Linda's permission. But talk about the marriage. Yeah, that would be interesting, too. And mainly, when exactly did the marriage end? When did that happen? Like, because Vince and Linda have been separated for years. Yeah. Literal years. It's like Jada and Will now. It's like, you, you thought they were married, but they're not really married. They're, 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 they've been separated for 15 years. And, like, Vince and Linda, it's like, Linda quit WWE one day. And she's like, I'm going off to be a senator. Peace out. Bye. I think that's pretty much probably a couple of years before that. It's a pretty good. Whenever she stepped stepped down originally or gave up some duties, I think I would say probably 2002 to 2004, somewhere yeah. in, somewhere in between there. I think they kind of they're like we're done, but they never got divorced. Or if they did, they did it really, really, really quietly. No, I don't think they ever did. I think for political reasons they didn't. For political reasons and probably financial reasons. I can't fault them for that. It's like, you know what? Okay, all right. Stay married. Just live separate lives. Okay. Like, you do you. Mm -hmm. And if they need to be, if they need to stay together for any, if they need to get together for any reason, it's awkward, but it's fine. Like, God, they must have the most awkward family holidays. Even probably more awkward lately now. Especially with all the Stephanie stuff. Oh, man. Holidays of the McMahon family household are probably, um, awkward. Yeah, I'm just going to say this. If Hunter, this is completely off topic, but if Hunter and Steph are headed that direction, which there's rumors but that, that be, they are. But they were shot down by Kevin Nash. They were shot down by Kevin Nash. I would hope that Hunter and Steph probably kind of do the same thing, that they just stay married, but they live separate lives. And that could be what's going on, is that it's just like, look, it makes no sense to divorce. It's not financially good. Let's just be discreet and it'll be fine. Now, it, all, it always blows up in your face. Eventually, as we've learned, from, and yeah. everybody else, yeah. Um, but I would hope Hunter and Steph go that route because I would hate to think that they would they would split up. But so tying that all together, I would like to see a documentary about them, about their yeah. about how they came together, and the actual story of them getting together, being pulled apart, being an on screen couple to no longer being on screen couple to being an off screen couple to being married and having kids and their relationship because you hear you do see documentaries about hunter's career but like the steph stuff is never really talked about you i kind of would like to see that story be told in a, in a documentary form because it would be interesting to see talk about her yeah talk about her life because she's had an incredibly interesting life she's been in she was involved with the company from when she was like 15 16 year old being an intern or whatever working at the office and then working her way onto television and then I've said it for years, and we did a list a couple years ago about women in wrestling and stuff like that. She is, without a doubt, I would say one of the top five characters on television ever. Not just wrestling, ever. Because of all the different roles she's ever played on television, I think she's a top five character in the history of entertainment television. She's not one in terms of, like, all time, but I'd say she's top five in entertainment, not just wrestling. Because that's how good her character was at times. Stephanie knew how to draw heat. She still knows how to draw heat. Stephanie can walk out and not say a word and get an entire building to 
boo her. She has her father's charisma in that regard. Both of them do. Both Shane and Steph, in terms of coming into the to the company, coming into the business, and just picking up where Vince would occasionally leave off, is just an amazing thing, because they both have that on-camera presence. Shane McMahon's story would be good. Shane McMahon's story would be good, especially talking about how Shane was kind of more or less forced out of the company a couple times. And how he kind of has come back in and out. And I think he's... Is he back in? I think he's back in. I don't think he's back in. I don't, well, he's buddy-buddy with Nick Khan. Yeah, but he has no role. He's not in. He has no ties to the company anymore. I have no idea. It's hard to keep track. But yeah, talk about the McMahon family in general and kind of their their ups and downs and... Everything like that. I think it would be a little hard because obviously you have the kids, but they're older now, so maybe it would be okay. Um, but yeah, talk about that. It's, there's a lot there that you can, you can cover. I'm trying to think of who else in, in wrestling you could talk about or what in wrestling you could talk about. I like because... a, like a real Eric Bischoff story. Yeah. Like not, yeah. A, not a rise of WCW story, a rise of Eric Bischoff story and the inner workings of that because there's a lot of false stuff that comes out and a lot of true stuff that comes out. You kind of want to know what's true and what's not true. Um, So a true documentary about that would be good. Ric Flair, I mean, we've done Flair. Like he's had a 30 for 30. Flair's, I think Flair's Everybody's done. done Flair. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's written on Space Mountain, whether they uh, wanted to or not. At least once. Um, trying to think I mean, of uh, any, anyone else because there's they've done they've done Taker. Yeah, we got Takers. A, a, I mean, what on Sting would be interesting. What on Sting? A what on John Cena? A real Cena one. Um, what on Dwayne? That's really like thorough on on the real, not not a gloss over. Hey, this is why I left, and you know. Like the real story, why he left, and how he trained, like he shunned wrestling, and why he was talked out of talking about wrestling and stuff like that. When he became, there was a period, if you all remember, when Dwayne Johnson went from being Dwayne the Rock jo- or the Rock in in The Walking Tall to Dwayne Johnson in in the Fairy, what is it? What was it? The Tooth Fairy. The Tooth Fairy, and all, whatever movie it was where he be, just became Dwayne Johnson for a period, and then. Now, if you notice, he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson again back since 2010, 11, whenever he came back. Um, and really took ownership of The Rock brand again. Because he's kind of just for five years decided, I'm not with The Rock anymore. He's Dwayne. And he kind of realized he needed to be Dwayne The Rock. And all the decision making he usually goes through. Because stuff he was talking with Pat was interesting. Like, when it was on Pat McAfee, it's like, you kind of got an idea of where his head is at on things currently. Well, yeah, The Rock needed money. But, I don't, well, I don't think he needed money. But I mean, his he needed a bolster more than anything else because his career was kind of sort of waning because a little they, bit. They were putting him in roles that um he's not always, like, he was doing roles that he think had to be away from the tough guy. And the action star, and then he became action star Dwayne again, and he's the Rock, and yeah, things like that. It's kind of good. No, go ahead. I was say it's kind of niche, but what would be interesting to me is to talk about Regal. Yeah, it's so niche though; like they would probably never do it. But to talk about like William Regal and and his journey in the wrestling industry. Here's one: the TNA story. Yes, the whole TNA story. God, do we all have enough time for that? I sure do. Um, I would sit there and watch an imp- the story of TNA wrestling. Well, I mean, we watched it in real time, but yeah, to get the 
get the facts and the figures and what really went down and what really happened, especially in the dark times. The really dark times. Of the TNA. really dark times. Where we all thought for a second TNA was dead, and then nope, they're back. No, they, they've they've hung on like a cockroach, and they're still alive and kicking, as we keep talking about. With Slammiversary this Saturday on pay-per-view. Call your local cable providers. Go watch TNA or Impact Wrestling. Sl- not Slammiversary. Bound for Glory. It's like Bound for Glory this Saturday. <laughs> or I think it's Saturday. I don't know. One of them. It's Bound for Glory. I know that. It's October. We'll get there. I think it's Saturday. It's Friday or Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Hang on now. I'll look it up. Somebody uh, says Stephen would be interesting. Steven, yeah, Steve, Austin would be no, interesting. No, no. He meant Stephen Regal. Uh, I think he meant Stephen Oh, Stephen Regal. Regal. Yeah. But Re- Austin would be good, too. Austin would be, yeah, to get the full Austin story. Battle for Glory 2023 is live. By the way, New Orleans really came back and Saturday. tied this game up. Yeah, Saturday. Paper, how pay-per-view has changed. I mean, the evolution of that, that's not bad as well. There's a lot of stories you can... Wrestling do. in the digital age. Like, the evolution of wrestling in the digital age. Yeah. And how it's gone from traditional pay-per-view to streaming and how... The companies have, especially mainly WWE, but also Impact, have had to adjust and adapt to that. You know what? Honestly, talk about the fucking COVID era. No, talk about the COVID era and what it did for professional wrestling and how it changed professional wrestling. I mean, you could tell a story about that, I guess. And talk about talk about all that they had to go through. Because I feel like that's important. Because when everything else was shut down, when nothing else was running, wrestling was running. Wrestling was on. They were there every week doing shows in the middle of a pandemic and talk about that and talk about what changes that made to the business as a result because we got that was the era of the cinematic matches and how those all came about in both in both um wwe and AEW. Mm -hmm. i mean it's still a little early but for AEW, they were still what only two years old a year old when COVID hit they were like six months dynamite started october of that year i think Talk about that. Talk about the struggles with that and how it's like the just, I mean, obviously it's still early, early days, but at some point talk about how, what that was and what that did for the company and what that meant and how they had to change and adapt and same thing for WWE, except they weren't six months old, but talk about the changes that WWE had to make as a result of COVID and what the, that lasting impact is on the, on the business and the industry as a whole. Cause there is. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Because to me, that would be interesting to just see how that all went down, especially for that WrestleMania that year. Because yeah. I remember all of us sitting here biting our nails like, oh shit, are they going to pull? Because nobody knew if WrestleMania was going to go. No one knew if WrestleMania was going to be a thing. Because they didn't know if WrestleMania was going to be a thing. Because they just couldn't logically tell you from week to week. Because one week we're in March, we're open. The next week, we're closed. And then March, what, 13th, 14th, the world closed? Something like that. And... WrestleMania was April 2nd, 3rd, whatever it was. And they're like, what do we do? Because every every other day there was new restrictions placed on how many people can be in a building at the same time. And they had to filter through people. It was right before my nephew's birthday. Like, we were figuring things out and then everything changed. The day the world changed. Like, we were work, we, me and my brother were working on, on his house and just figuring, and then things changed. So it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was at work. I remember we were all sitting there talking about it, and they sent an email out, and they said, everybody go home for the rest of the week. And we were like, okay. And then we never went back to that office. And you never saw it again. Well, that's the truth. We saw it again, because I had to go get 
moved you, in my you, shit, you. but yeah. Like, our office sat empty for a year before you were allowed to go in and go get your stuff. So, yeah, that's... that's... Anywho, that's, that's wrestling documentaries. That's wrestling documentaries. So, do you have any ideas? Tweet us. But I think we're done, so you got stuff to plug. Plug away. Okay, so let, let's talk over some things, chat. Number one, Saturday night, 800 episodes of CB Radio. It's a number. That's, that's a pretty big number. So, we're, we're going to do a thing. That's 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Could be a little bit... I'm debating whether we go earlier, like 15 minutes earlier to play some stuff. But I, I'm figuring that part out. There is no Fortnite with friends that night because... Baseball. So, we're figuring it all out. Number two, with that, the FU line is back. You can join us in Discord. If you want to be a part of the experience, you can be able to join us Saturday Night Live. If you want to record something, you can record something. We'll drag you onto the show. You can talk to the host of the show and interact with us. We're going to have some fun on Saturday. We're going we're to do some things. We'll have an intern's corner of some sort. I have to talk to Brand. I gotta, I have ideas for things we're doing on the show. We're doing a Where Are They Now to start the show. A Where Are They Now. So, don't want to miss that. Celebrate 800 episodes. We got a Where Are They Now segment. It's... It's something. (laughs) Tune in for that. And then, coming up in December is the trial and the impeachment of Lone Jabber on December 2nd. Which is when CB Radio turns 16. So you can do exclamation point trial in chat for the date. Is he allowed to run again? Well, he has to first be impeached. He hasn't been impeached yet. But once he's impeached, is he allowed to run again? We'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. We're still working on the details of it all. But yeah, you can do exclamation point trial, gives you the dates, you can do exclamation point peach, it's the new email, you can also just use the email and things. Yeah, Saturday night, 800 episodes, CB Radio. Where are they now? It's the big story, big thing, and we'll talk to you all and have some fun stuff. Sunday night, Brennan and Tim are going to be talking wrestling on Wrestle Talk Radio. <laughs> I'm watching the Eagles game, so I'll produce, but they're going to be the ones talking and doing all the things. It's going to be there. Hitting the buttons. I'm watching football. So there is that. He has the sports ball. I'm watching sports ball. I'll produce, but they'll be the ones talking. Monday night is the Raw Post Show. 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night. 10 p.m. Eastern. We're doing a Fortnite discussion next week, y'all. Woo! Talking about chapter one and stuff. And our favorite... I think we're doing favorite chapters or seasons of Fortnite. We're going to talk about it all. We're doing Fortnite-related content. Next Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll also have wrestling news and stuff, but main discussion is Fortnite next week. Chat, you can follow us on Twitter at Wild Talk Radio, Facebook.com says Wild Talk Radio Network. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms wherever you get your podcasts. Just search The Rack Radio Show at Stitcher, Amazon Music, Spotify, um, and Google, whatever, and whatever. You know the deal. Rack Radio Show on all those platforms. 
Chat, if you have Amazon Prime, link to Twitch accounts called Prime Game, you get support support channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen, which means you get an ad-free experience of, of WTR Live. So that, that's kind of the, the deal. You can also use creator code Rocksock or... Linz M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop. Or Epic Games Store when you buy Goku... Or you any buy other, your things. Or anything else that's currently available. All your Halloween stuff. Um, Michael Myers is coming. And many other things. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Linsward, L-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Linsward, where I stream Genshin Impact and Honkai Star Rail. We are currently in Genshin. We are working. Isley's stuff. We rolled for him on Tuesday. We got him. Yay. Uh, I've been building him. Guess what? He's successfully built, guys. Um, so we're going to probably be doing his quest in the upcoming days as well as the event that I need to do before it ends and not forget about it like I did last time. Um, so we will be doing that as well. You can also check out my stuff on YouTube, youtube.com slash at symbol lensward, lensward.rockradioshow.com, or just for, look for lensward on the YouTube, and you can follow me on TikTok, lensward0. Like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the things on all the channels, because it would be very much appreciated. And while you are liking and subscribing and doing all the things, you can check out Matt's channel, mbgfilms, youtube.com slash mbg1211, for all of his content. He's amazing, so go like and subscribe and ring that bell, too, and tell him he's awesome. And send him our love. So for Rock, I'm Lizzie Ward. You've been listening to The Rock right here on WildTalkRadio.com. We will see you next week. Bye! Wild Talk Radio Network.